At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is live bet sunday on vsan the sports betting network live bet sunday rolling along one more hour of us here today jared smith alongside me jeff parles brian ortega here as well uh we'll get danny burke and holden kushner will take over at the top of the next hour but you got one more hour of us sucks to be you <laughs> He said it, I didn't, guys. Uh, let's. <laughs> I meant it. We were talking about before the break because Jared Smith, uh, self-proclaimed Horizon League. <laughs> hey, Bouncer. I'm 4-0 betting Northern Kentucky this month. This month. What happens when it goes to March? I've never bet them in March, I don't think, because they don't make it to March ever. Well, they made the tournament twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, Horizon League. Uh, so here's while, what it is. I think. So, here's what it is. One seed. Youngstown State is plus 150 at DraftKings to win the Horizon. So I was kind of close. What did I say, 125? Yeah. This is where this gets interesting. Northern Kentucky, the four seed, is plus 380. That does not surprise me at all. Cleveland State, the three seed, is four to one. Now this is where it gets real fun. Wright State, the seven seed, is plus 750. So they have to play an extra Seeding game. means nothing. And, in this and they have to play an extra game and go on the road to Milwaukee, who is 10 to 1 as the two seed. Detroit's 18 to 1. Bobby Moe is 25 to 1. Bobby, Robert Morris. Bobby Moe uh, is great. Oakland's 50 to 1. IPFW is 75 to 1. Green Bay and, and IUPUI are two of the worst teams in the country. Don't, yeah. don't, don't waste your money. Do on not that. waste your money there. You know, I'll say this, Jared. You know a little bit better than I do, but this feels like a conference where you definitely can't take the price with Youngstown no State. No way. Can't do it. It's way too short. Also, because that 8-9 matchup, IPFW, assuming it's like Robert Morris and Young Wright State hold their ground, win their games, and they don't get into the receding, jumbling, which could happen. If it's Detroit versus IPFW, the winner of that, and of course, Davis is the all-time – one of the best scores in history of college basketball, Anton Davis, at, at, at Detroit Mercy. IPFW is a team that last year was in the conference final. Yep. Legitimate team, and even though the record's not that good. Youngstown State could be in trouble if they have a bad shooting game right away in round one. Totally agree. So you can't bet that. I would take the shot at Cleveland State at 4-1. to one. Cleveland State's had a good year. That would be the one I would go at. Um, of course, uh, new regime there. Dennis Gates, of course, yeah. took the Missouri job. If it's assuming they get Robert Morris, I think they handle Robert Morris yeah. pretty easily in that in that three six game, and then it's either Wright State or Milwaukee. I know Milwaukee ends up with the two seed via the tie breaks because Milwaukee, Cleveland State, and Northern Kentucky all ended up at fourteen and six. 
Cleveland State's a much better basketball team than Milwaukee is. Cleveland so State's got Mil- some good numbers. So if you get Milwaukee, I think Cleveland State's going to be favored in their first two games. And if Youngstown goes out at all before the final, Cleveland State's favored in the final. That would be the one I would look at. Cleveland State's beaten Youngstown this year. Yep. They've beaten Northern Kentucky this year. They swept IPFW. I, I agree. I think Cleveland State's a very good team. I Listen, Northern Kentucky is the team that is built the way that they operate like a team that I like to bet on in March. They defend better than anyone in the league. They play slow. They're comfortable playing slow. And they have one guy, a scoring guard, who can take over a game. Mark has work at any time. I have been, I have this love affair with Northern Kentucky. So, and the market, I think, is telling you that they're live. Because they're the second favorite on the board, yet they are the five seed. Again, what did we talk about yesterday? The number on the left, the seeding, the ranking, is meaningless. The only number that matters is the number to the right. In this case, the number to the right is telling you that Northern Kentucky's got a legit shot to win this tournament. And I agree. I think Cleveland State would be the other bet that I would make. And the reason why I like those two bets, they're on opposite sides of the bracket. You've got a chance for a Cleveland State-Northern Kentucky final. And that, my friends, is how you outfox the conference tournament markets if you can I get both those teams in. I will say I do think Cleveland State would be a slight favorite over Northern Kentucky Probably. in the final. Not a big one, but no. a slight one. Probably. Um, so I, again, I'm trying to think what those numbers were this year. I don't remember those games earlier this year. Cleveland State against uh, Northern Kentucky. Where is it? Uh, Cleveland State by one two weeks ago, 64-63. Northern Kentucky by one back in January. So there you go. Pick them. Tight. Tight as it gets. So I, I think Cleveland think State would be about a one-and-a-half-point favorite, though, in that game. Is this game, where are they? I think the Horizon. The Horizon final is at the Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. No, Indianapolis. So it it would be, I would say, more of a home game for IPFW, a little more of a home game. Not really, though, because Northern Kentucky's pretty close to the border. Cleveland also, Ohio. There's really no home vibes for this tournament. It is a true neutral, which is good. Um, Yeah, I I agree. I I do think Cleveland State's had the better record this year. 20-win season. You mentioned it, Dennis Gates coming over here. Um, And this is a... This is a different kind of vibe for this Cleveland State team. They, they, they run, again, this Horizon League, if you look up and down the Horizon League and you look up at the way, the styles that these teams played, you have teams that are literally in the bottom 10 of tempo and you have teams that are in the top 90 of tempo and you have, for the most part, teams that are really, really bad offensively and are a little bit better on the defensive side. You have a couple of good offensive teams, Youngstown State being the biggie. Youngstown State's one of the better offensive teams, I think, in the country this year, but the numbers won't reflect that because their RPI in this league is really bad. But they score, and they like to play fast. And I think that is one of the reasons why I I don't really love them in March because I just don't think teams that can't defend. It's one thing for you to rely on your defense – it's another thing when it is a detriment to who you are as a program. And I think when Youngstown State runs into a team that can slow them down, that's going to be the issue. And listen, that's what Northern Kentucky is. They lost in two overtimes to them earlier this season. They did beat them pretty handily at home. But like, if you gave me a Northern Kentucky-Youngstown final, whew, I mean, it wouldn't be because they're the number one seed. But in the semis, the semis yeah. I mean, Youngstown's going to be a favorite. And oh, you bet your bottom dollar and bet Northern Kentucky in that game. Uh, let's go to the WCC here uh, real quick, uh, Jared, because we have a lot. To, we, we're going to go through a lot of these over the next hour. So by the virtue of the net rankings, St. Mary's gets the one seed <laughs> over Gonzaga in the, the WCC tournament. So remember, this is one. This is a, here in Vegas. First day of the tournament, Portland plays San Diego. That's the 8-9. Pacific plays Pepperdine. That's the seven ten. Day two. The winner of Portland-San Diego plays five-seed BYU. The winner of Pacific and Pepperdine plays six-seed San Francisco. Day three, Loyola Marymount and Santa Clara will both be in action for the first time. Day four we know, is the first time we see Gonzaga and St. Mary's, and that's a semifinal on Monday night, May, uh, March 6th. So remember, this is Weird the tournament triple structure. buy. I, I hate this tournament structure. No, but, it, but it, it, it's... It, if it wasn't a conference that always gets multiple, it get, it's it's capable true. of getting multiple bids because of the strength of Gonzaga, yeah, it would make more sense. Like if this was a smaller conference, it would make yeah, it would make sense because you really would be rewarding the regular season teams. It's a little bit different because Gonzaga, Gonzaga doesn't need to be rewarded. Gonzaga is getting the tournament every year, and St. Mary's is a top sixteen team in the country this year. Um, all right, Jared, both St. Mary's and Gonzaga are minus one ten at mm. DraftKings. 
Everyone else is 50 to 1 or longer. <laughs> so it's not really a bettable market. I would the, take a flyer on Santa Clara. The only thing I would consider to do would be be ready to bet Santa Clara in the semifinal against Loyola Gonzaga. Or Loyola because Shelton's a star. I mean, you know, like they, like Loyola has a star player that oh, can take Loyola, over a game. Loyola, Loyola, Loyola. They beat, beat Gonzaga beat, earlier this year? beat them both. Yeah. Beat them both. Beat St. Mary's so, and Gonzaga. I, I guess the only way to play these markets is you bet on one of those 50 to ones, pick which one you like, and well, you LMU, pray. Well, LMU is 100. Well, that's even better. Santa Clara and BYU are the 50. I would absolutely take 100 to 1 on LMU. You take 100 to 1? For a dollar? For a dollar, yes. Five bucks? All right, there we go. Hot dog, hot dog price bet. Why not? I mean, I mean, when if you're betting 100 to 1 for significant amounts, you're not going to be allowed, likely, because they're going to probably limit the account. I would say $50 would be the max I would ever consider. That's about a half. So I'm always full disclosure about my wagering. I'm not a professional gambler. About $100 is about my standard unit. Um, I would... 20, 20 bucks, quarter unit, 10 bucks. I would say that's the max that I would bet on a bet like that. Why not? That's not a bad idea. Eh, a dollar was a little light. I don't think even I would that cheap. Um, 20 bucks. 20 bucks on Loyola to win uh, what? Two grand? Sounds yep. about right. Yeah, so the tiebreaker is actually with the net, which is pretty great. So St. Mary's seven net rating beats Gonzaga's nine net rating. That's why they're the Good one for Gonzaga. the two. And then BYU gets the St. Mary's side of the bracket because they had better net than San Francisco, <laughs> as we all expected. Yeah, that's that's the the dons we all expect. I mean, listen, Loyola's had those moments this year. I mean, I'm looking at their scores now. They've had some pretty well, explosive I mean, I mean, games. I mean, look, they they they're, they beat Gonzaga and St. Mary's. That's impressive. But they're not sneaking up it. on either of those teams anymore, though. No, they're not. You're on. You're right on that. You're right on that. Uh, let's get one more here, Jared. Yeah, these are fun. Patriot League. This one, I think, is a one, of, one of the easier ones. Um, at least, again, from the outright perspective, Colgate's minus 220. They dominated the league yet again. Uh, they are the second, one of the bigger favorites on the board in their conference tournament. Navy plus 270. They're the two seed. Army to four seed at 11 to one. Lehigh the three seed at 16 to one. Everyone else is 40 to 1 or longer. I, Jared, I don't think anyone can play with Colgate in this no. league. I think the only possibility here would be take a crack at Lehigh at 16 to 1. Uh even though uh even though they uh they split with Navy and would have to go to Annapolis and beat Navy in Annapolis, that would be the only way I would look at it here. Would take a shot at Lehigh at 16 to 1, but I, I don't give them much of a chance to be Colgate in a championship game. So Navy's actually played the best defensive season in the conference in conference play. They have the number one defensive efficiency, number one EFG percentage defense in conference games. Colgate leads every offensive category basically in this league. I think and I think a good strategy for these leagues that are one and done where there is a anchor at the top is you pick one or two of them that you like and you parlay them together. So you take Colgate at minus 220 and then you parlay it with another one, a favorite oh, that be, you like. It would, for me, or just Roberts look, Liberty. Looking at this, it would be Col- it would Colgate and Liberty. I, I don't see, even though the A-Sun is better than it's been, it's going to be very hard for anyone to knock out Liberty. In I agree. That conference. But that gets you a plus money parlay right there. And they're both going to be favored in the final, so you can always hedge at the end. You maybe try to do a middle if they're plus five, plus six, whatever the spread is. Liberty, Liberty uh, against man Stetson. Stetson, I, I would like to give Stetson a shot. But I just, the Hatters, Hatters, seventeen Hatters. one in the ASUN. We'll look at some more conferences when we come back on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID and open an account and start placing sports bets for anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM right now. And get the terms and conditions there. Must be 21 or older. Two place a wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1 800 522 4700. Oh, Jared Smith, you, you called it too early in the XFL game. I did. Well, I, I thought it was halftime, to be fair, and it clearly is not. And then that's what we like to call a reverse, reverse jinx. But I also don't think that I was personally responsible for San Antonio scoring a touchdown. And then getting the one point. Wow, they put the mic right in his face after he caught that. Look at, look at Cole Kubelik right on the spot. He was literally in his face as his feet touched the ground. With I've never seen an interview that fast after a play before. That was wild. 13-6. It's like, San Antonio like, in front of Orlando. Caught the ball and the microphone was right in his face. It's really funny. Barely had a chance to roll over and spike it. Nice throw by Cone, though, huh? That was actually a really nice play. Back of the end zone? I'll tell you what. And I know that we just had Jimmy Vicar on last hour, and and it's not a a league. No one's betting it. No one's betting it. But I have not watched a game yet where after the game, I felt like I wish I had those three hours back. Whereas I've had many games in the NFL where I've watched the game, and maybe it's just the newness of the league and the luster will wear off over time. But – I've had many nights of watching a primetime NFL game, Thursday nights being the big ones, where I watch the game, and after the game, I'm like, what am I watching, and why did I spend three and a half, four hours watching this? It's been two weeks now, and I have not felt that way with any XFL games that I've standalone watched. The one the other night on Thursday was an amazing finish. Back and forth, game-winning field goals. Really impressive stuff. I have not sold Jeff on this. I guess entertainment comes in many which ways, Jared. I think that's the only way I can put it. So I'm going to be polite. Over, under. I will say XFL games you'll watch. No, it's already got over because I already watched. I went Thursday night. I watched that whole battle hog. So you weren't entertained by that product? That game was so ridiculous. (laughs) The the, the kicker (laughs) ended up making the kick earlier in the game was short. Was short. On like a 50 something yard. Oh, come on. He was short. Pro kickers aren't short on anything now unless if the wind's 30 miles an hour in their face. Or if it's from 60. Now you're just making me feel bad for my take. <laughs> this is the abuse that I deal with on now the see, air, guys. See, it's, 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 
I, I just I just turned into every person on Twitter apparently. Oh, um, don't I get me started good, on the Twitter good trolls. question for you. Yeah, guys, go ahead. Before Please. you move on to the important stuff, make us um, make us smile because clearly my 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 angry. I mean, apparently, over here. apparently, I'm just joyless right now. Uh, <laughs> over under joy. number of. XFL players to play in the NFL next year. Josh Gordon's got to be on the list, right? Josh tw- Gordon's not playing in the NFL. No, twelve okay. and a half. I'll say twelve. Josh and a Gordon's half. the fourth best receiver on that team right now. <laughs> Martavis Bryant's in the league too, right? Apparently, that was news to me when I found that out last <laughs> week. I oh. would say at least a handful. Yeah, how I many? Say, how I, many I'll, went I'll, in I'll, right away last time? Because of course, the biggest, the, the one name that I that I remember the most, Donald Parham, the big, yeah. big tight end. Who played uh, for uh, for the Dallas team in the in the 2020 version? There's going to be a lot of guys that we don't know Chargers. that make practice squad rosters. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure there will be. I mean, guys came over from the USFL. Yeah. I mean, Turpin was the best player in the USFL. And, last and listen, year. that's I think the goal of the league. Correct. Frankly, it, it, it's not as don't get me wrong. It is to be entertaining and to make money and and to win. But I do think the goal of this league is to provide a training ground not only for the NFL players, but let's be honest, officials, coaches. How about the rules? We had an unbelievable segment last week during the onside kick thing, which isn't a kick. It's an actual play. But to me, those types of, I guess, experiments is kind of why this league exists. Correct. So, yes, I want to watch that because if and when the NFL adopts these rules, I want some foundational handicapping to already be ingrained in what I've watched. Like, oh, I've seen this play out in this way before. Let's translate this to a higher level of talent in the NFL. To me, that's literally why the league is around. Not to win the championship. I don't think at the end of the day, no one's going to remember who won the XFL championship. But I think they're going to remember the rules, the changes, some of the players that came onto the scene and then were able to carry that success over to the next step. Going going over to college hoops again. (laughs) I'm going to cut this conversation <laughs> off before it goes any further. <laughs> let's uh, go to let's go to the SoCon, Jerry. Right? Yeah, this is more fun than the XFL anyway. Yeah, this is actually a pretty, as much as I love the XFL. Reasonable, good, good lead. Furman uh, winning yeah. your regular season. They're the number one seed in the SoCon again. Uh, they're one of those teams that I actually thought got a little bit overrated earlier in the year, and then the market has finally got them priced right again. Yeah. After re being overvalued in non-con, the Paladins. So Furman number one, they uh, swept Samford with a win yesterday to get that number one seed over the Bulldogs of Samford. Who are the two? Greensboro's the three. Western Carolina the four. ETSU the five. Watford the six. Chattanooga, not the same mocks as last year. That should have beat Illinois in the NCAA tournament. I'll be honest, they have fallen off well, the map. Well, in you, a lose big your best, you lose your best way. player in Malachi Smith, who's now in Gonzaga. And DeSosa, too. You lose your coach in Lamont Paris, who's now coaching South Carolina. It's a bad, hard thing they to They lost uh, their replicate. two best players, and then yeah. Jake Stevens has been hurt all year. Yeah, so it's a uh, bad I, I was really – I was waiting for the moment where Jake Stevens came back. By the way, Jake Stevens, very talented seven-footer. Um, he played previously at VMI, transferred this year. I think it was his hand. Yeah. Thumb. I don't know. Something – one of those digits. Um Hasn't played, I think, pretty much almost the entire year since, like, midseason. He's been out for a significant period of time. I was waiting for the time. Yeah, he hasn't played since January 18th. I was waiting for the day he was going to be announced to come back because I thought that would be the sneaky day to bet Nuga. But haven't seen it happen. I, I, I think Furman, listen, Furman lost. I think they lose in the title game last year, right? To Chattanooga. Well, I mean, remember, that was Dave, Dave, David John Batiste. That's right. The three, the, the crazy the, shot. The, the, yeah. the, the best moment of all of March, yes. basically, last yes. year. On an epic buzzer beater yes. to send the mocks into the into the NCAA tournament at the expense of the Paladins. That's right. Yeah, I think Furman's winning this thing. I agree. I, yeah. I think this is... Look, I, I was lower on Furman at the beginning of the year, but in the end, there's just not enough quality in this league Agreed. in order for Furman to not get through. Now, the interesting thing will be here because they played – if you go off Ken Palm, Furman's the best team, UNC Greensboro's the second best team, Sanford's the third team, and then everyone else stinks based off the Ken Palm rankings. I'm just curious because Sanford, the way they play, they play a little bit of a quicker style, not as quick as they have in the past, but still a quick style. Other than Furman, they were they played everyone great in this conference this year. Their only other loss was their road loss to Wofford at the end of January. I'm just curious that if you get a third crack in them, yes, I know I said this yesterday. <laughs> if a team lost to a team in the regular season twice, 
It is more than possible for them to lose. A I'm third going time. to look up the trend on my database, and yeah, I will get Just back give, to give you. Give me the exact numbers. I will, because but, I'll be honest. I hate it when we say those cliches and we don't have the data to back. So it. here's the one thing I will say: Samford at four to one is the best price out there. That's fair. That's the best price. That's now fair. I don't, I'm not. I don't think they're capable. Of, I don't think they match up well with Furman. But if Furman were to get knocked out beforehand. Samford Furman's not getting knocked out. No, I agree. Hand. But what if Western Carolina has a massive nah. game or something ridiculous like that? You know, it's March. You can't say it that. Is. No, I you agree. Know, it you, is. You can't March. say it won't happen. But if like Furman gets KO'd before the final, you're going to get Samford in the final as a favorite against whoever they draw. And they're going to be a reasonable final, uh, reasonable favorite at that. So that would be the only reason I'd take a shot at four to one potentially on Samford. So this is a single by league. Yes. Um, 10 Correct. teams. You get the eight teams, or the, the, the top six teams get the bye. So you have eight, nine, seven, ten correct. in that first round. And I believe it is neutral site, correct? Yeah, it's all in. Uh, it's all in, all uh, neutral site. All in, and, uh, uh, well, well, it's Asheville, right? I think it's Asheville. That sounds right. It does. To me, I think that's the first step to handicapping any conference tournament. You better know if it's on a neutral site, because sometimes they don't always indicate that with the odds. Um, or at least they won't always indicate that in the actual like line where the bet is placed. The odds will always dictate whether or not the, it's on a neutral or home court. But sometimes they don't always tell you. Like a lot of times some books will put like a star, like neutral court. Make sure that the game is being played on a neutral. Or if it is being played on a neutral, is there a de facto, like a semi-home vibe because of where the neutral court is? Those are always things that sometimes can trip up new betters in these conference tournaments because you're used to, you know, obviously being a home court for, for the entire conference season. But this tournament does not have that, at least not for Furman. And I think there is one team that plays in Asheville that's in this tournament, UNC Asheville. Not, they in? Not, not in this, not in this conference. Not in these guys, no. So you don't have to worry about that. So it's all full neutral. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with your take on Sanford, but I, I still think Furman's the best team in this league, and I love experienced teams that had heartbreak the prior year. I think a lot of that comes full circle. By the way, Bradley's up 10. Yeah. Fell apart for Drake Darling. for a little bit. UCLA's winning. UCLA's too. winning. Should have bet that. That was the bet of the day. It was a pick em, right? It was totally missed. That yeah. was, well, was we kind of said it, but we were hesitant. We wanted yeah. to wait until halftime. And, eh. We're going to go to the Sun Belt next, which is one of, one of the sneakier, better non-power leagues I agree. this year. There are six teams that I give a legitimate chance to come out of that league. We'll tell you about it next on Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN is excited to announce our new weekday lineup of live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With fresh new concepts and new pairings as we head into a new season of sports, VSEN will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. So check out the new lineup starting tomorrow for the weekdays. Sharp, sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shah headlining the new weekday shows uh, starting tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern time. And then on the weekends, starting a week from yesterday, The Handle with Matt Brown and Dave Ross, noon to 3, highlighting the new shows. Also, some guy uh, named Jeff Parles will host Sunday Bed Brown. I heard he's mediocre at best. I, 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 think, at medi- best. I think mediocre. Mediocre's nice. Eh. Shocking. Oh, by the way, I'm Jeff Parles. He's Jared hey. Smith. <laughs> Brian Ortega is here. By the way, Jared, uh, I just want to bring this up real quick before Please we get do. back into uh, Fun Belt. The Lakers were down as much as 27 in the first half. It's now 79-76 with a minute to go in the third quarter. The NBA is a maddening league to bet. <laughs> yes, it is. But UCLA's looking good. Tulsa, surprise, surprise, getting their butts kicked. I'm kicking my – this always happens when I don't bet. When I well, always again, tell le- people to bet something and I don't bet it, it always no, wins. No, but the, again, the lean, the lean that you like, the leans usually, never lose. Usually, usually are undefeated. Again, except I didn't, for Drake. Well, Although this game, this game's still on the knife no, edge. No, I would the, say. In all honesty, what's going to end up happening there is Bradley's going to win by three. Bradley's <laughs> going to win by three, and you and I are going to be like, oh, nothing happened. Well, I, to be fair, I kind of got three and a half. I did see three and a half oh. this morning. I did. Whoa. If so, I do another program on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave out three and a half as, you know, we, we previewed this game. I mean, uh, arguably, I would say this is the biggest game of the day in college basketball. Maybe Michigan-Wisconsin just because of the crazy result. But in terms of prestige and 
seeding and implications of who's going to win the MoVal, which again, teams that come out of the MoVal tend to have success in the NCAA tournament. We've seen it. We've seen Loyola make a final four. We've seen other teams in this league um, go on runs before as well. So it's one of those mid-major conferences like one we're about to talk about that I pay a little extra attention to once we get to this time of year, especially whoever wins the regular season and gets a chance to have the easiest road per se to the conference championship. So let's get to the fun belt. Let's do it. This is actually quite a good league. It's a deeper league than expected. If you look at Ken Palm, you have four teams in the top 100. Yeah. You have, if you extend it to the top 130, it's six in the top 130. And then Old Dominion's 152. So this is a very deep league. And the way it breaks down, so 14 teams in the league. So Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State, Texas State, Georgia State all have to play on day one. None of those teams are a threat to do anything in this tournament. South Alabama, the eighth seed, is the team that can really make things interesting here, Jared. Because they get Appalachian State, who's had an average year. They're not. Appalachian State is a a perfectly average team by Ken Palm. Legitimately as average as you can get. South Alabama's 105 in Ken Palm, and they got the eighth seed. So that's a pretty rough draw for one seed at Southern Miss in, the, in their first game in the quarterfinal. Right now in the betting markets, Marshall right now, the three seed is the betting favorite at 2-1. to one. The Cajuns of Louisiana, plus 360, they're the two. James Madison, the four, is at plus 380. Southern Miss, the one, is at plus 450. The eight seed at aforementioned Jaguars of South Alabama at plus 850. Six or five seed at Troy at 16 to one. Wow. Old Dominion at 30 to one is the six seed. I don't think anyone else south of that has a chance, realistically. I agree. Or north of that, I should say. I will say this, Jared. My numbers say that James Madison is the play here. They were number one basically the whole year in the league, even though they ended up fourth in my numbers. Explosive offense. There are there are there were questions defensively at the beginning of the year, but their defense has improved big time and actually ended up number one defensively in that league. The interesting one will be they played Marshall earlier in the week. Marshall beat them. Yeah. If it's James Madison and Marshall in the final, Ken James Madison, who likes to play very fast, and Marshall's a top 10 tempo team in the country, Ken James Madison's offense hold up with Marshall. Mm. If they can, I think that's the play at plus 380 because the gauntlet of Southern Miss having to go South Alabama, James Madison, Marshall, or Cajuns in the final does not make that a good bet to me at plus 450, I even though the one seed. I agree. I, I Listen, I, I just watched that ODU game the other day. That game meant a lot more to ODU than it did to Marshall just because of where things yep. were kind of seeded and, and what Marshall had accomplished this year. So I don't read too much into that win because that looks like what we're going to get in the 3-6 if O'Dominion is able to beat either Texas State or Georgia State, which I would expect. Then you get an Old Dominion-Marshall rematch in that, semi, or in that quarterfinal. And so you put Old Dominion in the semis. I think, listen, I, I, I watched a little bit of Southern Miss this year. I, I, I think they're pretty talented. So I, I think that's a tough, it's a tough ask not to have the number one seed in the conference and you get him on the fourth line of the, of the, of the odds board. Um, that, to me, I think that's a, that's a bet I would consider. But, yeah, clearly James Madison, I mean, the market really likes James Madison if they're the four seed and they're ahead of the one seed in terms of the seeding, those two teams are going to play each other if it gets to that semifinal, which we would expect. And that means James Madison will be favored over the one seed, ODU. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Southern Miss in so, yeah, the semi. They will be. So the market tells you that Southern Miss probably is a fade at the one because it's, again, the number one. That, it's how you perceive the value. Because a number one seed on the fourth line of the odds board, some people would say, well, that's value. Others would say, well, the market's telling you they're not the best team. So I would say, yeah, Southern Miss, probably a fade. James Madison, the four seed. Interesting number there, getting plus 380. Let's go to a league that was, oh boy, what a, uh, what a mess this year in the OVC. Yikes. Yeah, just not a good league where... The highest-rated Ken Palm ranking team is the number one seed, Moorhead State, and they were 244. 
I can tell so you now, whoever, I have very little opinion. So who, it's okay. I, I, I got enough of an opinion here. You always have an opinion enough, for two enough, of us. Enough. Um, I mean, again, these teams stink. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to be mean, but they're not any good. You're not being mean. That's called Ten- honesty. Tennessee Tech got the two seed, and there's a game under 500 overall. It's awful. So with that said, plus 140 on Moorhead State, I don't like laying, like, again, we're not laying a number here, but it is pretty chalky for a league that's all mediocre. But Moorhead State getting the one seed and the double bye to the semifinals. I like how they match up against Tennessee State or SEMO of whoever they play in that semifinal. And they're just much better than Tennessee Tech and UT Martin. UT Martin had everything to play for yesterday. Yeah. And to get they win, they get the two seed and the double bye. And yes, yeah, semis hit, double bye to the semis. More, more so it's basically like the West easily. Coast Conference. Correct. Yeah, correct. I, I plus one forty. I think is a good price on on. Uh, well, the yeah. Eagles. Well, we're trying to find a pairing partner for um, what was the other chalky pick that we liked? Colgate. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> We're trying to find a pairing partner for the toothpaste here. We're trying to find a mouthwash to go with the toothpaste. Very good, Jay. So, eh, well, that's why we get the big bucks, right? Um, I would say Moorhead. I'm looking at Moorhead's numbers now. They're the only team in the conference that plays a slower tempo. And this is, again, this is why I don't like conferences that all the teams play the same style. It's just, it's really hard to find those contrasting edges. Everyone in the OVC, with the exception of Moorhead State, Tennessee, I mean, 80% of the league plays a tempo. It's in the top 70 of Ken Palm. So it's just, it's a league that just doesn't play a lot of defense, likes to go fast. But Moorhead is one of those teams that likes to play slow. I mean, they're 341st in tempo. They don't get much slower than that. So I, I always favor teams. And again, it's not a blanket handicap because you have to look at each game individually, each matchup, each market move. But generally speaking, I prefer to bet on teams in March that like to play slow and like are comfortable being uncomfortable defensively. And again, the style that they play grittiness, toughness. I don't like the clean teams that just get up and down and shoot a bunch of threes. Those teams tend to not have as much success in March, just general generally speaking. And Moorhead's not one of those teams. So yes, not only are they the favorite, but they fit the profile of what we like to bet on come this time of year. Winner They've also won th- like 10 in the last 11. Winner, so of, the, winner of this Conference? 16. Trip to Dayton. Yeah. 16 seed. 16 seed playing 16 seed. Probably. Uh, Although the Horizon might have a run for their money there. No, the Horizon teams are much better than these teams. Fair. I mean, that. So, so if you had to rank the conferences, what would be your ranking of the worst? OVC is the worst, you think? I don't think they're the worst because the NEC still Patriot, exists. Patriot, the, the NEC still exists. SWAC? I, no, I think the NEC is the worst. Because the SWAC always gets a team in so, the 16th. So the, so the NEC, if you're going off Ken Palm, and my, my rankings do kind of agree with sure. the bottom of this, the NEC is four points worse than anyone else. Which yeah, the is really a lot bad. better than I expected. Actually. No, the Horizon, they, yeah. none of those, te- like, none yeah. of those, those teams are going to be out of the 16. Range. Ohio Valley, OVC is the definitely. The OVC is the- bad. I think the NEC is the worst. The SWAC is the second worst, and the OVC is the third worst. That's fair. That's Patriot, how I would do it. Right I know Ken Palm is the Southland worst than the OVC. I think the Southland, I think at least Texas A&M Corpus Christi is better than any of these teams in the OVC. Northwestern State, the Demons. Yeah, Northwestern State is a road win at TCU this year. There you go. Of course they do. Hey, we have more to get to. One more segment of us next on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into rewards points you can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms, at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide BetMGM Rewards. Sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get even a bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer all promotions Subject to qualifying and eligibility requirements, rewards, issues, and non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Why read. are you looking at he me like it. I he can't read? No, no, I got tripped up a that, little bit that, there. That read. It's a, t- the, the, it's these a long are the, 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 uh, Look, we, we love BetMGM. We love our sponsor. Those reads are very long. I would use the word cumbersome. His word, my, not mine. <laughs> But <laughs> but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to no, them. No, absolutely. But for us as the reader, it can be a little cumbersome. He's Jared Smith. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny Burke just walked in. Speaking so of we, cumbersome. We got, we got, uh, <laughs> got hey, DB and Holden Kushner taking it uh, from uh, 6 to 9 Eastern time in about 15 nice. minutes from now. By the way, Ortega, why didn't you tell me today was the, uh, the Paul Fury fight? Yeah, that's happening right oh, now, actually. And apparently saw, Tommy uh, Fury's a minus 250 favorite alive. Yeah, well, Jake Paul's going to figure out how to put money on himself and then bet on himself and then win, and then that's how it goes. I hope he loses. I, I just don't enjoy him. Do we like betting on – like, I feel like betting I, on I don't, fight – I don't bet this garbage. No. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like we've gotten away from fight culture being just part of everyday sports betting culture. You have to really be into it. Whereas before, a big fight was happening. It didn't matter if you liked it or not. Everyone watched because it was a big fight, like the Tyson-Holyfield fights back in the day. Like, now you just have to really be in the UFC or whatever they're doing these days. Or if Canelo fights on uh, Mexican Oh, I'll Mid- be into that. Yeah, Mexican Independence Day weekend and Cinco de Mayo. That's When's when... the next big fight in Vegas? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. I mean, Canelo will fight someone around yeah. that weekend. Sounds about right. That's but a, is there anything it. else going on? Danny's the boxing guy. He should. You boxing guy, DB? No? <laughs> no. We'll check it out. Oh, so we got, we got a preview of game. Yeah, because I got Mr. Penn State to my right, <laughs> so I, we got to we got to bring this up. This is basically quick. the season here. It is uh, it is a huge game for both teams. Huge, huge. Penn State hosting Rutgers. Rutgers coming off just a disastrous second half against Michigan the other yeah. night. Penn State won in Columbus, at least keeping their potential at large bid hopes afloat. 
This is the next to last game of the night, by the way. The owners only three games that haven't started yet. Washington at Stanford, Rutgers at Penn State, and then Sean McCollum's Cal Baptist Lancers <laughs> against Stephen F. Austin later. Uh, Jared, this is three and a half with uh, with Rutgers getting it from Penn State here. Total one thirty two and a half. I didn't have anything on this one. My Ruck, my, my numbers. Yeah, what is your number? My numbers said two for this, but I don't trust Rutgers' offense traveling. No, I think. The road vibes for Rutgers have been Jekyll and Hyde. I don't even like calling it the Jersey Mike Center or Jersey Mike Serene. It's the rack. It's it will the rack. forever be the forever rack. Forever the rack. I've called many games there over the years. It is a fascinating environment for college basketball, and obviously it's not being played there tonight, so who the heck cares? But I think Penn State, you look at what they've done over the last couple weeks, it's Jalen Pickett. I mean, honestly, they mm-hmm. will go as far as he will carry them. The last time they played, he had 15 points. Rutgers held Penn State to 45 in that game. Penn State shot four of 26 from three, lost by 20. So obviously they're going to play better than that. But how much better are they going to play? Pickett's last three games, 32, 41, and 23. And you have Rutgers trending down. They've lost four of their last five. I think Penn State wins the game. I think the number is a point overinflated because home teams in the Big Ten have been covering at around a 60, 65% rate this season. So we are getting the natural inflation in the market with home teams at this time of year. I agree with Jeff's number. I think two and a half would be a play here. Three is probably a stay away. Thankfully, I have it in a money line parlay. That's two already two legs in, and we're good to go. This is the third leg of the parlay. So I will be invested in this game emotionally and financially with Penn State on the money line. But I don't think three and a half based off of who Penn State is as a team and how Rutgers can defend it's probably going to be a really tight game. It'll be a points at a premium kind of Big Ten slugfest in a phone booth. How many more cliches can I give you here before I tell you I think Penn State wins and maybe covers, but not worth a bet. By the way, uh, we haven't mentioned this much, and Danny Burke and uh, Holden Kushner will be able to mention this on, it, when they get going in a few minutes. We have a playoff in the Honda Classic. Chris Kirk? Chris Kirk bogeys Ooh. 18, the par 5. Mm. Didn't so he blow this tournament last year, too? So him and Eric Kirk, uh, Eric Cole, Chris Kirk, Eric Cole. Sure, why not? Are in your playoff at the Honda Classic. We have first and goal expect. for the... Uh, well, uh, it's, uh, Orlando just had a punt blocked. Orlando's very Orlando bad. Orlando is the worst team They're very in this bad. league, They're probably. They, they are. That's a touchdown. Yeah. Under's probably done. By the Bradley's the- going to win. Bradley's going to win. It looks like they're going to cover the Brahmas of San Antonio up 26-6. The Lakers, by the way, down 27 in the second quarter. Lead now with six and a half to go in Dallas. Mm. 93-90. UCLA. UCLA holding to a two-point lead over probably Colorado. Probably going to but might not cover. Well, they're not going to cover the preflop number. Yeah, six and a half. They might. Uh, maybe. Get a few more steals like that from Hawkins. I don't will. think he stayed in. Ah. UCLA is very still. I, 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 this is a team. I think this is a UCLA team where you don't even need to watch until the under eight because they're just they're such a grinded out team that as long as they're in the lead or kind of in the vicinity of the lead, I feel confident that they're going to pull it out. But I don't know. Colorado's looked to be trending down throughout this game. We we missed the boat. Were they down ten? We had to pick them. That was a bad bad miss miss on our part. We had a really good chance to buy in on UCLA, but oh well. Oh well, indeed. Uh, Jared, is there anything else here? Just uh, we haven't talked any football, NFL football today. Yeah, we went the whole three hours. I just, well, I just, well, we're gonna blow it right here. Yeah, well, I, to be fair, I think we're contractually obligated to talk about it at least once every. I, show. I just want to get your thoughts here because I don't sure. know when the next time you and I are gonna be doing a show together. Hopefully next Saturday, bet prep will be. I'll well, be hanging I, out. Hey, look, if you want to come in next Saturday night, actually night. poker night the next Saturday night at my friend's place. So maybe the following Saturday. Poker night messes everything up. It does. I haven't had it in a while. everything up. DB's laughing in my face from the other side of the room. Um, so uh, I just want to ask you this. Uh, with the whole Lamar Jackson thing. Because it seems like them, him and the Ravens are about $100 million apart, potentially. Which is just a lunatic number. But the Deshaun Watson whole thing really messed up the whole quarterback market. And you can't say, oh, it's the Browns. Well, guess what? The Browns decided he was worth that. And now yeah. the whole market's messed up. When this is all said and done, what do you think ends up happening with the Lamar Jackson situation? Do you think he ends up back in Baltimore on the tag? Do you think he ends up back in Baltimore on a long-term contract? Or do you think he ends up somewhere else? It's a really tough question, to be honest with you. I think, so 
if he returns the Baltimore bets are voided there. And that's an important caveat on the screen, by the way. I, I do think the simplest, the cleanest solution in terms of the path to least resistance from the Ravens side is absolutely a franchise tag. But you will likely put Lamar in a very difficult mental, I guess, glass case of emotions, is a quote Ron Burgundy, because he's been so, let's be honest, very outward about this whole process because he doesn't have an agent. And I don't know what the reaction will be from his camp, which is basically him and his family and his close friends, if he does get tagged. I would imagine there's going to be a ripple effect to that. But if you were going to ask the Ravens what they should do based off of the straight dollars and cents of the situation, absolutely franchise tag them. You open up the most flexibility for what you're doing in the future, and you spend the least money on him this year to get him back in camp. I guess if you sign him to a long-term deal, you could restructure it to where this year isn't as penal of a, of a cap hit than the tag would. But then you also have to lock up long-term you know, allocation him. So I, I think the easiest, cleanest solution for Baltimore would be to tag him. But then the ripple effect of that is impossible to predict. He might just say, screw it. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. And if you tag me, I'm going to hold out. And then who knows? But I would say tag him. That, I, think, I think that's what's going to happen. He's either going to be a Baltimore Raven or an Atlanta Falcon. I could see Atlanta. Those are those are the two things that make. I could absolutely see Atlanta. I don't think that he ends up with the Jets because I think the Jets will make a move before that happens. Either they will have traded for Rodgers or signed Carr. I think Atlanta's the one, and we talked about this yesterday. We talked about this earlier in the week, uh, Jared. Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson go to the NFC South. If it's just Lamar. He's by far the best quarterback in the, in, the, in the division. I agree. If Derek Carr goes and no one else goes. But you have to pick one or the other. What's going to happen? Is he going to be in the Ravens or the Falcons? I you just asked me specifically. What I think, think he could be in Atlanta. I think he could be a Falcon. And I think the Falcons are going to be going to be the three seed in the NFC if that happens. Oh, that's pretty bold. Fighting words then the show. <laughs> He's Jared Smith. I'm Jeff Parles. Big thanks to Brian Ortega and all the crew as well. Live Bet Sunday continues with Holton Kushner and Danny Burke. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.